crypto, Bitcoin. You hear the terms, but should you even care? And are these really the currencies of the future? How do these things even work? Well, I'm Aaron Greger, and these are the questions that I wanted the answers to. So I started a podcast. Join me and explore the topic of cryptocurrency with my friend Gary Leland and other industry experts. Welcome to Clarifying Crypto. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Clarifying Crypto. I'm Aaron Greger here with my co-host, Gary Leland. Gary, we've had a couple of weeks off. It's good to see you again. Yeah. Nice being back. Nice seeing you back. How was Hawaii? Hawaii was pretty awesome. I've been back for over oh, or a week, I guess. Not quite, but um, I've dreamt about Hawaii every single day since I've been back. Like, I don't kind of want to be here. It was but it was good. It was really good. That happens. That's what happens when you go to Hawaii. Yes. Like I'm like, why don't we move here? I, I don't know. That's I, what you all, everybody says, I think, when they move to Hawaii. Yeah. So it was good. It was really good. It was um, it was very exciting. So funny story. I was I, I had this feeling Bitcoin was going to go up. So I was getting on the plane. We were about, we were actually taking off, and I still had access to my cell phone. Bought some some crypto at ninety eight hundred. When I landed, mm. <laughs> it was at ten ten thousand three hundred. I'm like, yes, I timed that perfectly. I'm getting this and now. I think this morning it's back down to ninety three hundred or something like that. Ninety three fifty five as we speak. Ninety three fifty five, and I feel really hypocritical because I know in the last episode I I told you I'm like I, I really would love it to kind of sit down for a while so I can buy some more and know that it's going to go up. But then um, now I'm like, ah, it's, I, I get sad when it goes down. So anyway, I don't know how to feel about this, but hopefully. Uh, well, I've been buying on the dip every day as it's gone down. Yeah. You know, I'm going to move some more money and buy some more on the dip too. I'm not going to lie to you. That's, I need to get more just sitting in reserves to be honest with you, but I get like all emotional. I still get emotional that I'm like, Oh, it's, it, this is the time it's going to go up. It's going to go up, but I'm trying to get prepared for May. Cause I feel like May is going to be that big time frame. I don't know about could you. Be. Could be, could not be. And I again, mean, we're not financial advisors. So don't, that's take why. Our, <laughs> don't take our advice at all. I don't even think a financial advisor could figure this crap out. I mean, come on. I don't think anybody could, can really truly figure this out unless you own a ton and you know that if you sell, it's probably going to go down or something. Along yeah, unless you lines, manipulate right? the market. That's exactly. the only time you can be an accurate advisor on this is if you're able to manipulate the market. Exactly. So, but I mean, again, I know we keep like, I know. I don't think it takes a lot to manipulate the market though. Cause so much of it's tied up is not moving. Exactly. I mean, 90% of it doesn't ever move. People just hold it. That's crazy. No. And I know like it, it really just takes one person. Cause I know there's, a, you know, several people out there who own a lot and all it takes is one person selling off quite a bit of it that, that yeah, they, and if they uh, know they're going to sell off a lot. They just sell off a lot in a big hunk and it drops down. They just buy it all back and they made a ton of money. I know. And you could just keep doing that forever. So, yeah. but yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in for the long haul, but I'm getting a little addicted because when I first started this whole thing, I was like, I'll just, I'm just going to get to a couple coins and then I'm good. You know, I'm just going to have a couple, then we'll see Bought some Ethereum. And then it's like, so I got to my couple coins and I'm like, okay, well, just a couple more. And now I can't, I can't stop. But there are worse hobbies. Yeah. Yeah, there are. Photography. <laughs> I mean, I could have bought a camera for a Bitcoin just the other day. I was looking at them. So there you go. Yeah. And then a year later, it's worth half what you paid for it. Yeah, ex exactly. Exactly. So this is definitely better. It's just, uh, like I said, I thought I had it down, but 
Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're depressed about your lack of expertise. That it's not quite as high as you thought it'd be. It's okay. I'm getting there. All right. So one of your shows is the four minute crypto where you, I always love to ask you this cause I watch you and see all the news that's coming through. Um, I know we've had a couple weeks worth now, but you have this four minute crypto five days a week, four minute clip about some news in the cryptocurrency world. Anything that is of interest or something that we really need to be made aware of, of what you've been talking about. Well, I thought it was an interesting tomorrow's show. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Tim Draper, you know, he's mm-hmm. a VC investor and he's got, well, he bought all the Silk Road Bitcoin um, back when everybody said he was nuts for buying it. You know, and he bought it at relatively nothing what it is now. And, you know, he's a, well, he's a billionaire, I guess. He sold within the last six months all of his stock investments. Really? Uh, and doubled down on Bitcoin, Ooh. you know. So I thought that was interesting that he's pretty much out of the stock market now and is... Um, saying that by the tw- end of 2022 that he believes Bitcoin will be $250,000 a coin by the nice. end of 2022. And, you know, he's the person that said when he bought Bitcoin at 3000 it would hit 10 by, I don't even know if it was 3000 yet, it hit 10 by 2017, which it did. Yeah, went way over yes. that. Yeah, yeah, went way over that. So, I mean, he has a track record and he's, He's invested in things like Uber and uh, what are the electric cars? Tesla. Okay. He usually is pretty smart, dude. Smarter than me, at least. Ways well, as now's far a good as time to sell some Tesla. That, well, it was, yeah. Yeah. He might have. Who knows? Well, and so this is what's interesting, though. So as He did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you sold it all, it was a good time to sell. But here's what's interesting to me. And, and as we're recording this, yesterday there was a huge stock market drop with the coronavirus. Everybody's getting right. scared. Um, I know I watched, I I picked up some Apple at a really good discount yesterday and I thought, I just kind of had this feeling. And again, I'm not a financial advisor. This is girl trying to figure all this out, but I thought that would have a positive impact on Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like I thought if the, the standard market goes down. I just had a feeling like Bitcoin would go up and I was surprised to see Bitcoin drop too. Yeah. Sometimes it seems to um, follow the market and sometimes it doesn't. I haven't really seen any correlation there. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes the market drops a thousand points and it's up 50 bucks and sometimes it drops a thousand points and it's down a hundred dollars. I mean, yeah. so I definitely don't see a correlation there. And just in my eyes, there may be some type of correlation on the average, but not, not that I've been able to see. Yeah. And part of my, again, do not take my advice. This is completely uh, uneducated from a perspective of I, you know, I study this, but not really. I thought like part of why I want to go more into crypto and get definitely a, um, a sizable crypto portfolio is because, I, and I feel like I've been, <laughs> I've been saying the sky is going to fall for a long time now. Like I'm like, when is the cut? You know, what is the economy going to change? What is this going to go down a little bit? But I also feel like crypto is kind of um, a better investment because I feel like something's going to happen. We cannot be living off this low of an interest rate for this long. Like there's got to be something that happened. Like the, the economy is being, um, manipulated very much. And I just feel like there's going to be a correction. And for me, I feel like crypto is going to be a safer investment when the stock market, I, I, I don't know if it's going well, to probably crash, if, down. uh, Trump wasn't doing such a good job with the stock market. Bitcoin would have gone up more. 
you know, because it's really been making so much money. I mean, I gosh, you look at your 401k at night or in the month, you're not wanting to pull things out of there right now. No, I, I agree. And I had cash sitting there for a while thinking, I'm going to save the cash for the drop. I'm going to save the cash for the drop. I'm going to save for the cash for the drop. And it just didn't drop. Yesterday, I got a good drop and I picked up some, like I said, Apple. I've been watching that for a while. But I don't know. Like, it's just, it, I, I, anyway, I'm just still trying to figure it all out. So, um, well, welcome to the world where there's a lot of people <laughs> trying to do that. I'm going to go speak at a Bitcoin conference and just be like, I'm still trying to figure it out. That's all I know. Like, every time you, I think I've got it, it totally doesn't work out. Once it really goes, though, you know, hyperbolic, I mean, that's when all this stuff would happen, like it did in 2017 when it shot up from, you know, in August of 2017, it was about 3,600. And by Christmas, it was 19,000. Yeah. And actually, if you take that time period between Thanksgiving, it was around, I'm going to say 7,500. And in the five weeks, it was 19,000. Yeah. So um, when it moves on these big moves, it moves like crazy because FOMO, people scare fear of missing out. Yep. But I think the next FOMO bash, I believe, will really be make the 19,000 one look small because we're already at 10. So yeah. we're starting at 10 this time when the FOMO starts. Exactly. Or last time we were starting at three, you know? Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready to ride that. We're halfway to the all time high and we're all bitching. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I know, exactly. We're like, it's down to ninety three today. But yeah. no, I know. I know. And my ninety eight hundred dollar purchase will not be that bad. So I know no, you long term you'll be real happy. Exactly. So I know you came from a conference. Yeah, was it the unconfiscate unconfiscatable conference in uh Vegas that's put on by Tone Vase? So He's a ex Bear Stearns trader that left Bear Stearns to start doing Bitcoin. Okay. Any new news from there? I know you said there's a lot of partying. <laughs> Uh, but it was some partying, just a lot of, you know, Bitcoin maximalists is kind of like my BitBlock Boom conference. Okay. They're all real positive on one thing. And it's more, you know, when you go to a conference like that or like mine, it's more networking. It's more mm-hmm. so you can be around these people and meet these people, you know, than it is actually. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't opportunities to learn something, but I sure don't because I do more networking. Yeah. I don't think um, you ever sit inside sessions. I never have you? sat inside. I think you saw me maybe you know, one time I sat inside for half of a session at the <laughs> video thing. <laughs> and actually, I just needed to do some work on my computer. So I went and found a desk I could plug in. So that's one of the few times uh, <laughs> anyone's ever seen me inside. And the only place was inside a. Uh, <laughs> a there was a desk there. See, didn't yeah. I find a desk with electricity? Yeah. You know, I was sitting over there working. I figured I might as well listen to something while I was working. So any good like connections that you made out of it or like. Um, well, yeah, I met some, I met some old, old time Bitcoin OGs, I guess you say. I met Willie Wu, who's a big trader. I met, uh, uh, ugly old goat, who's a trader in Vortex. It's funny, these old people who've been doing it a long time, none of them use their real names. Right. Yeah. So I don't really know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I met the, uh, people, guys from the world crypto network, and now they're going to come to BitBlock Boom awesome. and live, live stream from the whole event, which is nice. Um, They've been doing it forever. They're like, a, I guess, the OGs of streaming Bitcoin yeah. conferences. And um, I was there. They had the, oh, I have to, these Gammy Awards. Hold on, I still have an entry blank here. Let me make sure I get this right. It's called the, the Scammies. And they had, this was kind of funny. They had on the Scammies Lifetime Scammer Achievement Award. 
the mo- most oh. clueless crypto community, the most evil Bitcoin company, scammer of the year, uh, best new scam, most disliked former Bitcoin maximalist, most oh. centralized, decentralized blockchain, but they had award ceremonies Interesting. for uh, for that. And that was kind of funny, you so, know, and so, so the place was going like- crazy on that. Do they accept their gifts? Are they there? No, or? no, no, no. <laughs> and they aren't even welcome there. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'd want to show up to that crowd. No. By the time these awards happened, it was 10 o'clock at night, and the bar had been open for several hours. So <laughs> they probably wouldn't have wanted to come set those awards. And I'm sure but it was done as a comedy joke type thing. But actually, the people who won pretty much fit the categories. Yeah, you know? and I'm sure if you've won the scamming award, there's probably some people in the crowd who really don't want to see you, would be my assumption. Yes, yes. Some of them may have gotten scammed and just don't want to tell anyone. Exactly. I can't imagine yeah. the crap that goes on or like even because, you know, we, we've talked about this I, and there's so much to learn and there's so much to know. And you can just see this opportunity for people trying to get in and trying to figure it out and somebody coming through. Like I know my my good friend's mom got totally scammed. She's like 84. Um, she's. Uh, she was at her temple. Like she doesn't speak English. She's here in the U S like somebody at her temple pulled her into one of those crypto pools when it was at 19,000 or 17,000 or whatever. So of course it's the can't lose situation, pulls her in, takes her money and never to be seen from again. And it's funny as this price rises, you'll see all these new things come or you'll see people coming back who had yeah. shows and podcasts or videos that got out because there wasn't any profit and selling classes. Cause that's what happens. They sell classes on how to make money at Bitcoin or crypto yeah. or whatever. And then they get the people to do it. And then people start paying a monthly to help them trade. And all that just comes out of the woodworks. Yeah. And that makes me mad too. Like all these people who become experts, which really pisses me off because from a perspective of, you know, like we keep talking 10,000 is a, is not a bad price. Like all these people, and I know it went down. I understand it went down, but it's like, if you truly are knowledgeable in this, you'd still be teaching it. You'd still be in, you'd still, you know what I'm saying? They're, like yeah. for like you, for example, it's not like you said, well, it's down to 3,500. I'm not going to do bit block bloom. Boom. God, I can't say that. <laughs> bit You're block, not alone. Boom. You're not alone. Uh, you said I'm doubling down. It's down to 3500. I talked to down. someone about that this weekend. They said, "Hey, yeah. I noticed that you're doing more now than you did when it was expensive." And I said, "Yeah, now I think it's the time to uh, get ingrained. So when it goes through the roof, you know, you've already established yourself, and and people are sharing you. Like at the conference this weekend, it was really kind of funny how many people uh, knew me, uh, and then are not necessarily knew me, but when I would introduce myself, they'd be, "Oh, hi," and I say, "And I do the Bitblock Boom conference." They, "Oh, Bitblock Boom." They knew about Bitbot Boom. And then I had two or three guys at the conference who, every time I'd walk by them, they go, Gary, come over here. I've been telling this guy he needs to be at Bitbot Boom. So they were evangelists for Bitbot Boom. That's awesome. So it was really kind of interesting. So I think that's a stronger position to put yourself in than once it gets up there, getting back in. Is, exactly. Uh, you know, yeah. To me, you're a fraud. But I see a lot of people that I think are frauds, and I don't get how. Anyway, we, we won't even go there. So, all right. So today, let's talk about the Lightning Network. Because we've we've briefly touched on this, um, and I remember a couple episodes ago, I had mentioned to you I was listening to a podcast, and they had said, you know, it hadn't taken off like they thought it would. And I remember you saying, well, I think it's doing really well. I think it's doing really well. Yeah. So I want to understand more about this. So 
I, I know it's another layer that sits on because the uh, kind of going back to the coffee analogy, the issue with Bitcoin or I'm sorry, the issue with the blockchain is this ability to do transactions quickly. So if I go and buy, I was like to say the cup of coffee, right? The $4 transaction, it could be 30 minutes before that transaction actually gets registered on the the blockchain and becomes right. like, you don't know for sure. You, you're taking my word for it at this time. So the lightning network and correct me if I'm wrong, sits on top of that, that blockchain and allows transactions to happen quicker amongst themselves. And then let's say you make 10 transactions, those transactions happen. And then it, it sends that it sends one records all 20, but sends that as one onto the blockchain, right? Right. Correct. Okay. So it makes transactions happen faster. It's kind of like another way to think of this is it's kind of like Bitcoin and money cash Mm -hmm. are the same thing. Okay. But credit cards are transaction layer, MasterCard Visa. Right. And they're moving the transactions, but they're really not moving money, that paper money that you have. So it's kind of like MasterCard and Visa are a transaction layer for cash. Okay. And that would be a way you could look at, uh, I think, Lightning. It's a transaction layer for Bitcoin. Okay. So... I was reading about it and trying to figure out, okay, like I had mentioned to you before we hit record, like, is this something I need to be paying attention to? Is this something I have to? So the question is, um, I know I had done some research and they talked about like, you can, like you and I could get on the same wallet and I can't remember the exact term of the wallet where basically you can get in access to it. I can get an access to it and we transact with each other, but I have to trust you from that perspective. So, just as someone who's right now buying and holding and maybe using crypto in the future to buy some things, do I have Well, you're to- using SAS now. I mean, you're using a transaction layer now. Every time you use Fold, you're getting SATs, and that's on the uh, Lightning, Lightning Network. Layer. But then yeah. what I – so let me ask you that. So we, Fold is this app that we've talked about a ton. You get Satoshis for buying certain gift cards that they have for sale. And if you're getting sat Satoshis, you're getting something on the lightning layer or else you're going to get Bitcoin, which would be 0.0001. Right. So if you're dealing in six or 50 or a hundred, unless you're a millionaire, you're talking about the lightning network. You just don't know it. So that has to sit on the lightning network and in order for those tiny, 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 tiny transactions to happen. Is that what it is? Well, to happen as sats and not as 0.0001 Bitcoin. Okay. Even though it is point oh 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 one Bitcoin, it's yeah. transferring around in Sats. Okay, so then if I were to transfer, because I remember we talked about this, so I took off my Satoshi's or Sats and put mm-hmm. them on my as Bitcoin on my wallet. Mm-hmm. And I remember we're talking about taking them off as actual Satoshi's and keeping them in a Satoshi format. So right. do Which I? They have, don't allow yet on fold. Okay. So if I were to, when they're able to do that, does that mean I'm, I have to have my own, another wallet that sits on yeah, the lightning Yeah, you put them network? into a lightning wallet. Okay. So I have to have a lightning wallet for that. Mm-hmm. Specifically. If you're going to transfer them and keep them as lightning. Okay. Or a lightning node. I mean. Okay. So, so then you have to have a lightning wallet in order to be able to transact at a faster pace too. So I, that to transfer Satoshi's, right. but then that allows me to do other things too. Well, yeah, you help can, me explain. You yeah, can, help me understand that. Well, yeah, you can get a, a Lightning wallet, and it's going to transfer Satoshi, but you can have a wallet in a node, for instance. 
Okay. And a node is kind of like, can be like a personal server. Yeah. Like I, I met a guy today who's going to be a bit like moon. They came out with, um, what is it called? Something nine. I can't think of the name of it, but it's actually a personal server that costs $200 and you hook it up to your, um, your router mm-hmm. and it has a Bitcoin wallet on it. And they're putting a lightning wallet on it. So they both would be on there and you can have onion email on there. So no one can read your emails or hack into your emails because they're private emails. Yeah. Even if I emailed you with Gmail, your part of the email would be visible, but mine wouldn't be because it mine never goes through the Gmail servers. Mine goes straight to you. And they also have a messaging app, you know, on there that's private. So nodes do a lot of things and SATs can be part of all that. And then there also is a messaging system that works with SATs uh, that they're testing right now. Um, I just did a story today about uh, the developer on that made a dead man switch in the um, Lightning Network using Lightning messaging. And every week, for instance, you would click a button Mm -hmm. and that would say I'm still alive. But if you died and you didn't click a button that week, it would know you're dead or incapacitated. And it would send the hint or clue to whoever you designated your heir as to how to get your Bitcoin. You know, because you might not yeah. trust anyone to tell them. Exactly. And so there's a lot of things that you can do with lightning. It's more than just transferring stats around. Okay. See, I tell you, like, I finally get brave enough <laughs> to put my money on a wallet. Now it's like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So outside, so let's say just of how I'm doing this right now, outside of being able to transfer over my Satoshis, do I need to care about the lightning network? Do I, should I try to get on nodes and try to, I know there's some, I definitely well, know there's some advantage, but as a, you no, know, I don't think so. Knowledge, I just, no? I just like to educate myself. So, right. so but do you, you can operate fine and there'll be a point where people don't even know what they're doing. I, th- I think, I think the lightning network and the sats, will pretty much become the spending layer yeah. if you want for Bitcoin. Cause first of all, I always say people can't do fractions, right? Average person on the street. So if you walked into a store to buy a shirt with Bitcoin and it said 0.0000362 Bitcoin, you're going to be just looking at people. Exactly. But if it said 90,000 sats, even though that sounds crazy, you go oh, 90,000 sats and you could kind of like figure that out. Yeah. But most people don't even know what a third of a hundred is, much less point oh 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 one six two five eight of something. Yeah. So that's why I say I think the that'd be one of the main one reason that sats will take off and become the spending layer, and people won't think anything of it. Yeah. They they won't necessarily have to have a wallet, special wallet. That'll be the wallet they use. Yeah, and well, I think one thing that confused me too was that as I was and it's brand new. Remember, this whole lightning sats is brand new technology. It's still being worked out. It's like a year old, right? Yes. And so I guess that's where I'm confused too, because I was researching it. It sounded like because you're trying to transact quickly and then do multiple transactions, send them as one to the blockchain, you want to be doing these transactions with people you trust versus just saying, hey, let's just do this transaction quickly. Is that the case? Or can I do lightning transactions with people maybe I, you know, where I can say, hey, send it to my wallet or send this over or buy a cup of coffee? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like Bitcoin. You have a wallet address. You have a QR code. Okay. Um, during BitBlock Boom, you know, we'll accept Bitcoin if someone wants to buy a T-shirt, but we'll accept Sats too. I mean, okay. they can just use their phone and give us Sats. It's just the same thing. It's just uh, broken down differently and travels differently. I mean, it's it's just an overlying layer. But Bitcoin, but can Bitcoin can be transferred amongst the Lightning Network, right? Well, Bitcoin, yeah, you can. For instance, on my. Uh, uh, 
Casa Note, I uploaded Bitcoin, mm-hmm. you know, to it. And now I can send it out as sats. Okay. But I'm really not sending out Bitcoin. I'm sending out layer and then I can convert it, you know, back to Bitcoin, if that makes any sense. But it's still Bitcoin. So. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. It. It's like dollars and cents, right? It's right, like the right. dollar, you're just transferring a bunch of cents over. But is, Okay. Can you do other coins on Lightning, or is it just Satoshi's and Bitcoin? Well, you can do. I, I I believe that you can do. Most coins can be incorporated with the Lightning Network if they're a fork of Bitcoin. Okay. Like the Litecoin. Bitcoin Cash. Yeah. Because okay. there are forks of Bitcoin, so the technology should work. And I think it does work with Litecoin. Okay. Yeah, you because know, that's a, a a fork of Bitcoin. Okay. So, but I don't know that it would work with like Memblewimble or Ethereum or you know right. anything that's not. Okay. So if somebody were to say, all right, I'm intrigued by this whole lightning or you got to get your Satoshis over to, uh, is there some, is there a lightning wallet you recommend or? Yeah. What? A lot of people like Wasabi. Wasabi. Okay. Yeah. That's like one of the top ones from Bitcoin Maximus is Wasabi. They, they, they're talking about all that time. I just keep mine on my wallet on my node. You know, I have a Casa node, so I don't really use a wallet. Does your Casa node hold Satoshi's? Yeah. Okay, so that's a or lightning. Bitcoin. Okay. Oh, because you're not transferring as Bitcoin, or you're not transferring as Satoshi's. You're just keeping them in, or you're transferring some Satoshi's to Bitcoin, right? Well, it keeps both. It does both. Okay. I can have both on there. And is Wasabi oh. like a... Um, is it like a, I'm trying to think, handheld Z- wallet? Z- Zap is a good wallet, too, while we're talking about it. Z-A-P and okay. Blue Wallet. So Okay. I got the, tr- um, we talked, are those both uh, Lightning? Blue yes. and Zap? Okay. I think I need, may need to get just one of those and try those. And This stuff is so confusing. It is. But it's not as confusing to you as it was uh, six months ago. It, no, it's definitely not. The fact that I finally got the courage to put stuff on my wallet is, I mean, that is like not even baby steps. Those are some huge steps for me. And I check it. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> paranoid, but I check it like every week just to make sure nothing's like, I'm like, not every week, every couple weeks, just to make sure everything's still there. Everything still works. Um, I'm a little terrified though. I'm getting the notifications that there's an update available. And after your story, of, well, I hope you wrote down the words. I did. I know. I have okay. a little packet. Let's You're just covered say, then. You're covered. You yeah. don't need to worry about anything. I shouldn't put this out there. I'll just say it because by the time by the time I publish it, I'll I'll fix this. But like, <laughs> I'm not very secure because in my drawer is the box with the treasure, and then inside is my pin and all the keywords. So if somebody came and yeah. struck me over the head, um, the only thing worse than that is taking a photograph of the keywords, a screenshot, and then people sometimes all their images automatically upload to uh, Apple Cloud. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> they had that set that. on automatic. So the screenshot, next thing you know, the mnemonic phrase is up on Apple Cloud where <laughs> that's oh my not God. good. No, that's not good. I have at least, well, I haven't done that. But um, like I said, if somebody wanted to come, what? How, what's the term you use? Like 
$5 wrench attack. $5 wrench attack. <laughs> Somebody came and wanted to do the $5 wrench attack. I'm like there, they can just yeah. take, not that there's That's that right. They just hit there. you with a $5 wrench and say, give me your stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there, there could be that. I'd hope one of my dogs would come in and save me, but I don't have faith. Well, you got big point. damn dogs. So I wouldn't want to go over there and get those key phrases I, out of your drawer. <laughs> I do, but full disclosure, again, probably shouldn't be announcing all this stuff. I'll, I'll get a new Rottweiler in the, in the moment too, but my dogs are super old and like, mm. If they hear you come in, it's going to be a shock. So I don't have faith at this point. We were joking because well, there was. Well, you'll move your you'll move that to another drawer now that we talked about exactly. It listening. I'm going to actually be because I I realized that because we were gone and I you know had my pet and I'm like okay if my pets that are new like I, I didn't really worry about it but I'm just like Aaron that's not very smart because like you have everything all in this little box that but I'm paranoid I'm paranoid I'm going to lose something that. And I'm like, what's safer to trust me to actually like put stuff in different places and hope I don't forget? Because <laughs> I'm definitely not as sharp as I used to be. My brain is not what it used to be. And I and I hide things really well. Well, I'm a 65, so you can imagine. Yeah. You know, and that's I mean, why I, I have to write it all down. Oh, 100%. Everything has to be written down. But I hide things so well sometimes that I have no idea where they're hidden. You know, a good way to keep uh, uh, stuff. Uh, I haven't done this yet. But I, I was trying to think of ways to do stuff is find you a book on your bookshelf. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got a couple books yeah. and then go into your book and then open it up wide on like page at the very beginning, open the page and write down a page number there, 100 or 200, whatever, right on the opening page, yeah. just the number. No one will know what that number is. Cause when they see it, like, what is that? Then you go to page 100 and you open it up all the way. So you can look in the spine kind of area. Right. And you could write the phrase right there. Yeah. No one would ever find it because they'd have to know what book to look in. Then they'd have to like look at that page and go, oh, this this is a code for page 386. And even if they thumb through it, they wouldn't see it because it's down in the spine area. Yeah, I, that's a genius idea. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's gone. There's no way I'm going to remember what book I put it in. Well, you put it in a book like uh, Bitcoin for Dummies or something. Oh, that's true. And you know the Bitcoin codes are in a Bitcoin. And you buy Ethereum for dummies, and the Ethereum code could be in Ethereum for dummies. Yeah. If you had an Ethereum wallet. Yeah. You know? I need to get an Ethereum wallet. I don't have that yet. You should get that wallet. I told you about Exodus. Oh, but that's on a computer, and you don't want a computer. But it no, is on I your phone, too. One. But it's okay. on your phone, too. Yeah, I don't want a phone one, though, either. I don't trust myself with the phone. I, it has to be external, because okay. I just can see my... my I. Yeah. You know, you can buy a Chromebook small Chromebook, don't ever do anything with it except download the Exodus wallet on it. Yeah. You paid what, $200? That's how much the damn wallet costs. Right. And with an Exodus wallet, you can actually inside the wallet trade crypto. Mm. So you could say you had a hundred dollars, just use a hundred dollars with Ethereum. You said, I don't believe in this Ethereum anymore. You can trade it right inside the wallet for Bitcoin. Okay. So you're never leaving your, you're never selling it to an exchange doing it and coming back. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like it. Cause you can do it right inside there. Yeah. And I know we've talked about the whole Chromebook thing too. And I think as I get more into, or I get more crypto, let's just put it that way. That's something I'm going to want to do just because. You and if you get a small one and use that as your wallet, you can hide that in as many places as you can. Exactly. Anything else. Exactly. And if that's all you do, if you do it though, make sure that's all you do with it. Exactly. But you don't say I'm going to go surf the internet someday with it or something, get one and dedicate it just for that purpose. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I agree and be safe on that. So, 
Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to, so I'm going to commit to getting myself a lightning wallet. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it does take a lot. Like this really, um, this, you know, it's not just for the novice, like just to say, I'm going to buy some Bitcoin and walk away. Like you really do want to study this stuff and understand it. And I know the more I study it personally, the more excited I get about it. Cause when I'm, you know, when I was just kind of buying some here and there and not really focusing on, okay, what does this mean? What does this do? It was just kind of like, okay. And then I'd get a little scared or get a little worried. Should I be doing this? Is this stupid? Should, you know, but uh, the more I research this and, and study it. And like you said, like trying these certain things and getting the confidence in buying these and, and being able to say, you know, okay, I can do this and this works. And I like this because of this, I have to say it gets me more and more and more and more excited to keep talking about crypto and getting more involved in it. And because I I'm with you, obviously, obviously I'm with you in the sense that I really think this is going to be, you know, we talk about 9,300 and I think it's just the, the well, in March, everybody went, last March, you'd love to had, no, it was going to go up this high. You know, when it was 3,200. Was it 3,200 last March? Yeah. <sighs> Should have bought some more then. All right. Yeah, Is maybe it, it was our end of February, March. Yeah. But, uh, basically a year ago, it was 3,200. Wow. Yeah. No, so it's a pretty good increase in a year. It's now we're bitching that it's not over 10,000. Right. And like I said, I feel like such a hypocrite because I'm like, I don't want it to go up yet because I want to buy some more. And then it's like, oh, well, God, it can go up a little bit at least. But anyway, I, like right now at 93. And and um, that's the only complaint I have about Coinbase Pro is that wait time because um, you should. Are you not using the cash app yet? I'm not using the cash app yet. No, I just started using that like a month ago. That is like the best deal ever. And it's cheaper than Coinbase Pro, too. All right. And once you do it, you'll you'll go. Oh my God! You'll be like me. I heard everybody talking about it for six months, and I never messed with it. Okay. And go to uh, GaryLeland.com/cash. Okay. And you get five dollars worth free. I mean, you know, and I get five dollars. Okay. But I'm telling you, I don't even think about using Coinbase Pro now that I've discovered this. Because I mean, you're talking a week's delay, and in, a, in crypto. A yeah. lot can happen in a week that you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to buy some crypto. And then all of a sudden it's like, sometimes it's gone in my favor, right? Because there's been times where I was going to buy. And yeah, and you're glad you didn't. And it went lower. So it's it's worked in my favor at times. But then in others, it's just like, sometimes it really takes too long. So Well, I, I recommend that you go ahead and right, download the cash, the cash app. app. It's going to take you 30 seconds. And then I guarantee you're going to go, that's pretty damn cool. And that's slick and that's easy. And... You get a dollar off a of coffee every time you buy a coffee somewhere using it. Well, they no. send your credit card. They send your credit card yeah. that you can get. And it's just uh, like a debit card. But anytime you use that debit card anywhere, it pulls money out of your cash in your uh, cash app. And coffee's a dollar cheaper. I mean, it's a pretty good damn deal. And here I thought I was getting a good deal by buying Starbucks gift cards on Fold. Yeah. I mean, it's a dollar. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if you could, if you could buy it, no, you can't do it. There's a way, but there is a new site <laughs> out that you can strictly convert Bitcoin to cash or I can't remember. You know, you can convert cash. There's a new site out. I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry. It's a exchange. You can pull cash right out of your account. Well, you could do it with that uh, cash. Sorry. I'm thinking about this on the fly here. No, you're good. If, if you pull a cash out, transfer it to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Pull out cash on your cash app and buy Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. 
Then you go to your Fold app okay. and use that. You get more sats back if you use Bitcoin than you do if you use cash. Oh, see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you've converted it automatically from cash to Bitcoin. That co- really didn't cost you much. And you get more for convert for using that to buy your gift cards and you are using cash. You get more sats back. I forgot you could use Bitcoin to yeah. buy on. And phones. you get more when it says up to 8%. That 8% is if you used Bitcoin. Oh, we were wondering about that because we're like, why does it say 8%? If, it only if you use Bitcoin, two. you're going to get the max. If you're using cash, you're not getting close. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So it takes a little bit of work, but again, I, you, I talked about this before we were hit record. I was the girl that was literally buying the Amazon big gift card went away. I think there was a $200 one on there. It went down to 50. I had a huge purchase. We're building another studio out in Fort worth. So I had a huge purchase of like studio podcasting studio stuff. So I was literally sitting there buying $50 gift cards until I (laughs) hit my max. So I yeah, I didn't realize they had taken time. Amazon. I got I got maybe five hundred on my Amazon account, you know, sitting there. Yeah, I, it's off right now. Know. Well, it was off when I checked it this morning, but and I've been watching Best Buy too because I'm going to buy a new Mac computer for. I'm redoing my office. Well, Amazon's then, not on there. Neither is uh, Best Buy. You're yeah, correct. you got to watch that one. So I hear. Yeah, you. really, they just need to add some things on here that are. Yeah, and American Airlines. I know we talked about this, and I know you said. And they said to me it was next. They uh, told me that. God, when that one and gets then, uh, on there. We went the other day to go to Staples. Kathy had to get so I said, hey, I'll send you. And then the Staples we went to was closed. So now she has to go down to man. Did you know, I didn't know, but did you know on this app you can um, gift these so you could send it to like someone else? Like no, my wife doesn't that. do uh, folds. She didn't understand it. So I just gifted it to her. And she got a text with the um, QR code to go into fold to go in and buy something. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I said on their uh, program, I said, you should be able to send these to people. And and uh, he replied, you can. <laughs> I yeah. said, oh, I just never noticed it. <laughs> well, all right. Now go back to American Airlines. All right. We got that thing down. I'll get you some American <laughs> Airlines. And it's funny, though. He told me that. And like a week later, someone said something on the telegram group about American Airlines. And I said, yeah, I'm still waiting. And then he goes, he tagged and said, Janice, get this done next. And that's been a month. So. Mm-hmm. God, that was gonna like we fly American a lot, so that's gonna. We do too. We never go Southwest. Uh uh-uh. uh And I'm like, and maybe I need to start. There. Well, I'm platinum on American, so I'm not ever gonna go to Southwest because I'm like, maybe I should start flying Southwest to get some some satoshis, but no, not gonna. Yeah, do yeah. It. We're the same way. We, we're gonna go to Cabo and we're flying free on Southwest. Yeah. You know, on uh, American Airlines. Yeah. No, yeah. sorry, I'm not doing it. Plus, you're direct everywhere. I hate standby. Right. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're. Fingers crossed. I know we've been talking about this for like 10 months now. Feels like it, but hopefully fingers crossed. All right. So I've got some homework to do. I got to get on the cash app. I got to get my, um, I don't, I'll try the, I'll look at the, I'll look at these three wallets you suggested for uh, lightning. Check those out. Um, Bitblock boom. We're already almost in March. So that's coming up. Do you want to give everybody the, the, the place to go in the code for 20% off? Yeah, it's bitblockboom.com. It's easier to spell than it is to say. <laughs> Not bloom, <laughs> boom, B-O-O-M. And you use the code COUSINS, C-O-U-S-I-N-S, and that'll get you 30% off the price of a ticket. Oh, 30%. Tickets, some tickets are starting to sell out. All right. So, so, wow. And you're like, you got several months yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be 
possibly sold out of everything before it happens. That's awesome. Yeah. It's right. going to be a good year, especially when Bitcoin starts going up. It's going to be really. Yeah, that's what I heard. I remember talking to somebody who was putting on Bitcoin events. And again, it cracks me up because it's like, oh, 10,000 isn't worth putting a, a conference together. But, you know, 20,000 is. But it's like it just anyway. But, yeah, I heard like once the prices go up, everybody wants to go to a conference and learn more about it. So mm-hmm. it's like nobody wanted to buy at 3,200, but they all want to at 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense, but. Anyway, all right, Gary, thank you so much. And uh, uh, obviously over at Twitter, follow you at Gary, at Gary Leland. Just make sure we get out that. And again, that's going to be all at our show notes. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much. I've got some more to learn here. And uh, we'll see you next week for another episode. Hey, I enjoyed oh. it. And I'm glad you had such a good time in Hawaii. Thank you. It was, like I said, I would love to say it's good to be back, but it's really yeah. not that great to be back. But First time okay. my wife and I went over there, we saw the company truck where I worked for they had a truck there and it's like, you know, I can sell for them here as well as back in Dallas. I mean, you know, they probably need a salesman out here too. Exactly. And she's a school teacher. So I'm sure I can get a teaching job, but we didn't, we came home. You know, we're, we've talked about it. The, the thing that honestly is it's the kid cost thing. of living. <laughs> well, cost of living. Yes. But it's, um, it's a kid thing too. It's just like, mm. you know, we live in the land of plenty at DFW, which is a curse and a blessing. And I don't know if it'd be better just to kind of like, teach my kids just to lay on a beach and live life that way versus go to 50 different sporting events in a week. Um, I don't know. It's a definitely yeah. a, a they probably become life. surfers or hula hoop dancers. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I was joking with my friend. I'm like, I can see TJ really embrace this. Is my son. I'm like, I can see him embracing it and being the kid that lives out of his van and just surfs all day. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a good idea. And with the way they have, uh, the, um, uh, food stamps and money like that over there, he probably could live. He could. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah, with free money that's given to him because they have good social programs over there. Yeah, I mean, I can see, I can see it. So it might be uh, not the best might place be, for us. Might to be go. not a good move. Not a good move <laughs> from that perspective. So we'll see. Who knows? We'll just go back. Hey, there well, and I enjoyed it completely, Aaron, as always, and right. uh, look forward to the next one. Sounds good. Thank you, Gary.